Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, hello again. Nice to have you back. And here we go for another very interesting topic this week. I had a question asked me, uh, would I do a podcast on easy ways to generate some extra cash? So this is a really interesting one because uh, there are some really easy ways to generate some extra cash. And I thought I would go through three specific categories. So the easiest ways to generate some extra cash, ways that would be able to take a little bit more effort. And then the last one was um, how to generate some extra cash by a very strange phenomenon something to think about. So hang in there till the end and you'll get to hear what that one is all about. Anyway, so let's get started on the easiest way to generate some extra cash. You've heard me talk about these things many times. I'm not going to take up too many time with these first ones, but things like insurances, check them out every year. I think I told you I saved over $1,000 per year this just recently negotiate your insurances all of the time. Make sure you've got the same cover, of course. Electricity costs, always make sure you've got good deals coming in for your electricity. If you have got solar, make sure you've got a good feed-in tariff, the best you can do. Um, And then things like negotiating your interest rate on your mortgage. We've talked about that before. They are really easy ways. They take a bit of time, but they are the easiest ways to save you some money. And saving a few thousand dollars a year certainly helps and puts some extra money into your pocket. Yeah, so the other thing is lunches, buying your lunch every day. You know, the average person will spend between $5 and $10 per day. If you spend $5 a day, you would be spending around about $1,300 a year for a week going to work, you know. a year, same amount probably with coffee if you have a coffee a day. If you spend $10 a day, you'll save yourself $2,600 a year. So, you know, make some extra food the night before when you're cooking your meal and take leftovers or take a sandwich or make a salad, something like that. These um, beautiful uh, rice noodle salads from these Thai shops are wonderful But, you know, $10 a pop, that's quite a lot of money. And when you look at the ingredients, it's quite easy to make. So really think about that one. Um, Still put the $5 or the $10 away. Put it in a jar or a separate bank account as if you've spent it and you'll see your savings grow. Um, Mend your own clothes uh, instead of buying new ones. You know, this is a biggie for me. I will, uh, years ago when we were on a one income family and I was home with all the children, I would take 
time to mend the clothes and mend the socks and things like that. And then I got into the habit of had no time. So just go buy new ones. You can save a lot of money by mending your own clothes. So have a go at that. Stop going late night shopping every week just out of habit. That is a biggie. A lot of people do that just something to do on late night shopping nights. They've got into a habit. They usually eat out. They usually go and spend something they don't need to spend and ends up costing them money. So don't do it out of habit. Just do it when you need to. Let's not do takeaway. You know, that will save you some money. But if you do have to do takeaway, let's just reduce the amount of takeaway that you do. You're going to save something. For a family, you're normally paying between $30 and $50. And often, if you're going to a quick fast food place, the kids are not full anyway. You still feed them when you get home. So, you know, it's just not worth it. So unless you really have to do, just cut down on the takeaway. That will really help. Another thing is hang your clothes on the washing line instead of using the dryer. You've heard all this before, but it really does save some money. Turn off your PowerPoints at the wall instead of just on the appliance. That will save you some money. When it comes to winter, use jumpers and blankets instead of your heating. Some people hate the idea of that. But if you're really desperate for that extra bit of cash, it works really well. And the other thing is turn your lights off and use candles or one lamp instead of all of these down lights. Make sure you're you're on the um, uh, power saving globes that you can get. Um, cleaning products, you know, I have talked about this in the past, but really using white vinegar, bicarb, that type of thing really saves from using the fancy brands. Um, or buy them in bulk. I've talked about that in the past too. Um, What was the other one? Oh yeah, start buying early for Christmas presents. You know, instead of leaving it all to the last minute, we, you know that I recommend that you put money into a Christmas fund, but you could actually start buying your Christmas presents along the way and look out for those specials coming up. That's a really good saving. Biggie, quit smoking. That takes a lot of money and it is a waste. You're actually burning your money when it comes to that and it's not good for your health. So just quit smoking. Um, Get rid of any unused gym memberships. I've spoken about that before. It's a complete waste of money. If you're not using it, if you love the gym and you go all the time, money well spent. Fantastic. Um, Just watch out for the things like Netflix, Stan, you know, Amazon Prime, those types of things where you get your movies. They're great, um, but, you know, you might not need all of them or maybe you can rotate them because sometimes you do get sick of what's available. So just really watch that. Just don't keep going with it. Really think about it. Look at secondhand shops for clothes. If you really want to save some money, you can get some great bargains there. Um, I've got a daughter who goes there a lot and what she gets is just mind-blowing these are new clothes and really really nice you know we don't always have time to do that but if you've got time to wander around on a Thursday night maybe you can do that in a second-hand shop instead and absolutely do not use credit cards only buy what you can actually afford and that will also save you some money so they're my quick ones and the easiest ones ever I've probably talked about most of them before But they're worth mentioning again because this podcast is specifically about um, easy ways to uh, provide extra cash. So all those things will provide extra cash. And I think if you can do every one of them, maybe uh, let's not include smoking because a lot of people don't smoke nowadays. But if you want to generate some extra cash, if you do most of those things, I would suggest that you would save a considerable amount of money. Huge and make sure you're putting that money away for the thing that you're trying to save for. 
And I will just mention, you know, people are often wanting extra cash for things like an event, going away on a holiday, some people wanting to afford school fees, private school education, or look, even if you've just fallen in love with this great pair of shoes and you just have to have them, then you want to find some extra money. So instead of using credit card, we're going to be saving. So really, this question was born out of a question like that. Anyway, what takes a little bit more effort? So, you know, you can generate extra funds by putting in some extra effort. I was recently challenged with growing my fruit and veg. I have tried to do that in the past and I've actually thought, gosh, is this really worth it? The amount of money I'm putting in for water and then I get a big water bill. Is it really worth it? But, you know, we've been uh, slowly adding rainwater tanks around the place over the years and really discreet rainwater tanks. You can't really see them. They're behind sheds and behind trees and things like that. So uh, really have a look at doing that and then just water your fruit and veg from those um, rainwater tanks. It's costing you nothing. And the amount of water you collect from off a roof is phenomenal. Our tanks are always full. Um, so think about doing that because, you know, I have been eating the veg from my daughter's veggie garden in the last few uh, months. And it's been amazing. It's saved us a lot of money. Um, and we have got fruit trees. So, you know, I, I'm seriously considered thinking about my own veggies. But make sure you utilize that product. This is where the effort comes in. You've got to do the planting. You've got to do the watering. And unfortunately, everything seems to ripen at the same time. So be prepared to do your bottling or your preserving or your freezing or your baking your apple pies or whatever it is. So usually a freezer is involved. So you might think, well, that's going to cost me money. You can pick up secondhand freezers here and there and there's some great specials around the place and it's well worth it. If you keep that freezer full, you can shop from your freezer instead of going doing your shopping. So that is a big saving. Um, also, on that note, a freezer is really going to help because you can notice specials along the way and you can start buying in bulk when things are on an amazing special. You know, things like buying a whole, if you're a big meat, meat eater, Think about buying a whole beast instead of just uh, the chop a few chops from the butcher or the gro uh, or the supermarket. You know, think about that because you will often get per kilo cheaper by doing that. If you couldn't physically afford or eat a whole beast, um, then consider sharing with a few people. Go in quarters with uh, another another three families. Great for savings. Um, the other thing to think about is what skills do you have that you could offer other people so that you can earn some extra money? You know, I've got some clients who play musical instruments and they offer their services for weddings or some of them have busked at local markets. And I heard a wonderful story the other day about a daughter of, a, of someone I know who uh, wanted to afford, um, I think it was horse riding lessons or something like that. And she was busking at the local market and had managed to fund all of her horse riding lessons through doing that and all of her horse riding equipment. Amazing. And a great use of skills and just takes up a morning per week of her time. Um, other clients are artists and they've managed to paint or sketch on assignment. Um, and um, is it assignment or consignment? Anyway, I'll let you work that one out. But that's a really good idea. Just develop your skills in that area if that's something you like to do. Other people have done cartoons, you know, that type of thing. 
if your skills are typing. You know, so many people are working from home nowadays. It's become a lot more acceptable. So use your skills to help another person. Um, if people have got startup businesses, they might not be very good at doing their social media marketing or they might not be very good at writing a blog or, you know, all those things. You can offer to produce those things for them. And even things like I have heard of people starting businesses by writing shopping lists and producing a so menu plans first. They would do a menu plan for the week, write the shopping list. And all the person has to do is join this club and download every week and they don't have to think about it. We live in such a busy world that those things are so helpful to everybody. Um, even I've heard of somebody sorting out um, people's digital photos to have an online photo album and doing them really beautifully presented um, so that you can have them playing on your TV while not watching it, you know, in the background. Wonderful. So those are just things that you can think about that you can do with your skills and things that you enjoy doing. A lot of people have hobbies they love to do. Well, put some money into them. Um, and also things like Airbnb. Fantastic. If you've got a, an unused room of your house and you and you live in an area that people would like to come and stay, then consider renting out a room. Consider renting out a granny flat. Consider turning your shed into a granny flat. I actually went away the other weekend and it was very obviously a shed that I stayed in, but it was beautifully converted and had a lovely view. Why not? It was really good. I loved it. It was well presented. The hosts were amazing. So consider that. You will have to pay tax on um, your Airbnb income. You have to declare it taxable income, but well worth it. We'll definitely give you some extra money. The other thing you could do is decide to cull your belongings and go minimalistic. You know, I've been reading a lot about that recently, and it's quite an interesting phenomenon. It is uh, people find it very freeing when they don't have as much clutter around the house. Well, you could have stuff around the house that you never use and you could earn some money. So if you really want to uh, earn some money, it's going to take some effort. You're going to have to sort it all out. But go through one room at a time. Put it on Facebook Marketplace or Gumtree or whatever. Um, And I'm sure you can earn some money out of that one. Um, And then another one, um, really the last one, this does take a bit of effort. And I, I sort of give this one with a bit of warning because I'm a bit hesitant to give it. But there is money to be made on investing some funds into an agreed return. I would strongly recommend that you check out um, the government website, uh, moneysmart.gov.au forward slash managed funds uh, or peer-to-peer lending. If you just look at that peer-to-peer lending, it will give you the pros and cons of this type of um, investing. I'll put a link below um, in my podcast notes, but you can put together some, if you've got some money to one side and you'd like to learn earn a better interest rate than leaving it in the bank, because it's only about 1% at the moment, um, then you might want to look at that. But there's some definite risks involved and you need to know that uh, what you're doing, you need to make sure this is a reputable company that you're investing in, a reputable platform. Mostly they're online platforms. Uh, make sure they've got a financial services, um, uh, you know, they're registered with ASIC so that they're regulated. 
uh, and that you understand and, and make sure they've got a buffer in place in case um, a person doesn't um, repay their loan. So there's a lot of risk involved and can be more risk. Some can be more risky than others. But it's certainly worth starting to read up on an understanding. You can dip your toe in the water and see what happens. Um, and really issuing a disclaimer, I'm not recommending that you do that. No, dis no um, advice given here. All I'm saying is go and read up about it, understand the risks when you do any form of investing and make sure it's the right one for you. And if necessary, talk to your financial planner about it. Okay, there's definitely pros and cons with that, but it's something that you could actually look into. So we're at the end of our podcast and I did say that I would mention something to think about and a very strange phenomenon. One of the things I notice when people are trying to save money is that they stop giving. They become very self-focused and very inward focused. What I want to talk to you about now is about being generous. I am amazed how this works. So there's definitely a natural law out there with regard to sowing and reaping. If you are generous and you are a giver, you look for opportunities to give opportunities to share what you have. It's not always money. Sometimes it's your home. Sometimes it's your food, whatever. If you live a generous life and you are always looking for ways to give and you do give and you don't hold back and you don't become a Scrooge, always inward looking, but look outwards. How can I help someone else? You will find this amazing thing will happen. Other people will help you. Money will come your way product will come your way, your needs will be met. It's quite interesting. So I'll leave that one with you. Check your own budget. Are you a giver? If you're not, really seriously start thinking about it because you will reap some rewards. So there you go. Hope you've enjoyed this week. Hope I've given you something to think about. Check what you're doing and see if you've got any unused articles that you can sell or unused talents that you could ask people to pay for and uh, let me know how you go write a comment at the bottom. And the quote I'd like to leave you with today is actually with regard to giving, because I thought I would finish on that note, just to get you thinking more and more. So the quote actually comes from um, Proverbs in the Bible, which is very, a very interesting book. If ever you get a chance to take a read, please do so, because there's some great wisdom in there. So it says in there, the world of the generous gets larger and larger, the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. That is a great proverb. And that really emphasizes what I've been talking about with regard to giving. So I hope you've given you something to think about. Until next time, have a great week. I'm not the